the college basketball experience. NIL bringing back big time players and the transfer portal episode on the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store. It is free to download and it is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, what's up you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Basketball experience, NIL bringing back big time players and the transfer portal episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> June. June and we're talking college hoops. It's just like college football. I mean, first off, we talk we talk college basketball year round on the college basketball experience, much like we talk college football year round on the college football experience. And much like college football, it has been a batshit crazy off season for uh, college athletics as a whole. Uh, so here we are. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for the DFS god himself. The rooftop IPA drinking, Hall brew making, Tobacco Road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. Nothing like some early June college basketball discussion, huh? Yeah, Bobby Knight's gonna say something about that. Good round, you're celebrating with your appetite. Bad round, you're losing. You're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. It's a real fucking great thing to have. It is a great thing to have, and let me tell you, if you're a diehard college basketball fan like us, man, your appetite for college hoops, you know, it's getting served on a platter because, man, this off season. Uh, you know, more it's not served on a platter. We got like buffet tables here, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean every week there's like mo- you know big news about players returning, players transferring. It's pretty wild, and it's really setting the stage for what should be an excellent season coming up here in the fall. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, this is pretty revealing. Like, uh, so I think the big news because we're gonna we still got we're still in the middle of us coach uh, uh, doing podcasts on on coaching hires and grading them. It was you know so there was a lot of turnover with coaching hires. Uh, the transfer portal has been crazy. We're gonna touch on some of that today, and I think the big news here is the NIL bringing back some big time names, and I would say. If there's been a team that's won the offseason right now, it happened last week with the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They're on the short list. There's got to be two or three teams that come to mind, but Gonzaga getting Drew Timmy back is huge. I mean, the guy seems like he's been there for like eight years now. Uh, he's got to be in his early 30s or something, I would, <laughs> I would think. But uh, you're right, man. NIL is what. You know that's the driving force behind some of these big time players returning. That and the changing landscape of NBA basketball, where you know big men have been de-emphasized. Uh, so it's either uh, some of these guys know it's either you know you're going to be in the uh, the uh, developmental league or you're going to be you know at your school where you love it, making millions. Or it's is kind it, of an easy decision, right? Or in Turkey. 
playing ball, you know, some, yeah. or so, somewhere like that. But right now, I mean, yeah, I, I, but this is what I think is great. Now it, it's, it's a double-edged sword. Patty C asked him about this. He goes, it's harder for the mid majors now. And I said, well, that's true. But uh, you know, for years, everyone wanted, you know, college basketball to return to the eighties or early nineties. And I think this is kind of doing that more. I would say more players. I saw some people tweet this to some experts uh, that were tweeting that these big names coming back to college basketball be- before they would be gone. And it, so it started with Gonzaga's special week uh, first. Well, it, before, before we go in for that, I mean, it's, it's harder for the mid majors. Now we just saw St. Peter's go further than any 15 seed has ever gone before. Yeah. You know, and there was also some other, you know, schools that Oral you know, Roberts like, came pretty fucking close two years ago. Yeah, I Missed mean, the three. Yeah. New Mexico state had a big win uh, over a five seed Yukon. Uh, yeah, there, you still had a bunch of upsets. And like I said, you still had, you know, one like big time Cinderella advancing pretty far. So I, yeah, the mid majors still have their, you know, niche and, and they're going to still do their thing and they're still going to, you know, upset some, some big time programs. Definitely. But I, th- I think Pat's probably right with the fact that, you know, some of these big time programs bringing back these huge players before they would have to rebuild and they'd yeah. still be good, but I get, I get what I kind of get his point, but um, to key in on, on the Zags on their special week. So first it's, it started with Rasir Bolton announcing he was coming back. Uh, he was, you know, they weren't sure if he was coming back or not. So that was the first thing. Then you saw Julian Strother say, you know what? I'm coming back. And then drew Timmy said he's coming back. All of that was shocking. But then one of the top players in all of the transfer portal, Malachi Smith, who was at Chattanooga averaged like 20 points a game there. He announced he's transferring to he, first off. He announced he's coming back to college basketball. Cause he was in the NBA draft mix. Then he announces he's transferring to Gonzaga. And, and so this team, yes, they lose Chet Holmgren. Yes. They lose Andrew Nebard, but they're bringing back now. So with Nolan Hickman back, and, and obviously those, those four guys that were kind of flirting with the NBA. And then the fact they get Efton Reed, a, a, a big man transfer from LSU. They still have Anton Watson and Ben Gregg and Hunter Salis, but they're also bringing in a, a big time transfer or I'm sorry, big time freshman in Braden Huff. So I have to, you have to say Gonzaga won the off season, right? Are you still there? You're having technical difficulties. We might be having some technical difficulties, but um, I, I would say they definitely won the off season. I think also, uh, you know, potentially university of North Carolina, the fact that Armando Baycott, the fact that Armando Baycott and Caleb love and uh, RJ Davis, all those guys are back. NC Nick. Hey, I know you Wait, look, it only took a couple minutes to lose you, buddy. We can't even get 10 minutes into a podcast before this damn Raleigh internet kicks me off. Are you serious, man? I tell so, you, buddy. So, so yeah. I was mentioning that I think Gonzaga won the offseason, but if you're going to mention another team, it 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 might be the North Carolina Tar Heels. No, exactly. I think those are the top two teams. Before we go on to UNC, yeah, I mean, as yeah, Gonzaga's looking obviously again like maybe the top team in the country, obviously top five, but I still have question marks about the guard play because that was their Achilles' heel a season ago, and they really didn't upgrade it. Now, granted, they have some of those guys coming back. You, you figure they're going to be, you know, better another year in the program, like Strother and Bolton. Malachi Smith is more of a wing guy. He's more of a three, you know, but I mean, he'll be playing on the perimeter as well. Uh, but no, no big time transfers other than Smith coming in. And like you said, that, that, um, that top freshman coming in, he's a big man. He's a power forward. So yeah, the front court is loaded. They're fine on the wings, but I still have some questions about uh, the perimeter. I mean, one of these years you got to think, cause they, they, this will be what preseason top one or t- number one or for number two for like three straight years. One of these years, I feel like the Zags are going to knock down the door and it's going to f- happen. It's yeah. going to happen. It's just a matter of time. They're too good year in year out. They've gotten very, very close. Some unlucky breaks. Yeah. Hey, it, it definitely could be this year coming up. They're obviously one of the favorites to, to, to cut down the nets. Maybe this is a year, but still, I want to see what the guard play does. Cause when they lost to uh, Arkansas uh, in the tournament, I mean, it was a glaring weakness. So uh, we'll see uh, how, you know, those guys can do year two in the program. Well, uh, Strahler might be year three now. I think he might. He, just, he yeah. just didn't play much as a freshman, uh, but Bolton came in from Iowa state a year ago. 
I mean, those guys are decent players, but uh, they need him to, to uh, step up and improve during this off season. Yeah. And then I mentioned the North Carolina Tar Heels, um, Armando Baycott comes back. Caleb love RJ Davis. They're back. Um, even That's insane. It's insane that all three of those guys are back as upperclassmen now. Well, and, you know, and like, like what puff Johnson's back. Um, the, the other, the other guy, uh, why am I drawing a blank on the defender? Leaky black is using his super senior season, yeah. you know, like the eligibility from COVID to come back. They are going to be loaded. Um, yeah, so they lose Brady Manick, who was a, a huge piece. And the other thing with last year, I mean, Puff Johnson, he came on a little bit towards the end of the year, but really North Carolina was a five man team last year. They had zero bench. So a couple of those young guys, Puff Johnson styles, uh, and they got, you know, a pretty good recruiting class coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, you get one guy to fill the Brady Manic spot. Uh, and you know what? There were some rumors. It was going to be mayor coming over from Baylor. That didn't happen, thankfully, because he there's was, he still been time nasty there. There's still time. There's still players out there in the portal, right? Uh, so we'll see what they do in the portal. But I mean, yes, they are bringing in three top 100 recruits, that led by a top 30 recruit and point guard Seth Trimble from Wisconsin. Uh, but if this was five years ago, there's no way in hell Baycott, Love, and Davis all come back as upperclassmen. Yeah, you no know? way. And and I, I, you know, some of them that were they were on NBA radars, second round picks or so, but. They're excellent college players. We've seen how Love and Davis can just get hot, if, and if when and they're on, they can straight fill it up. And we know Baycott's one of the best big men in the country, along with a couple other guys that came back. If you want to, you know, uh, bring them up now. Uh, for for uh, what, what do you mean for for North Carolina in general, or what do you mean? No, I'm talking about Hunter Dickinson. I'm talking oh. about Oscar Tashibu. I'm yeah, talking about yeah, Trace yeah, yeah. Jackson. I mean, Davis. The, the NIL just brought back, but also I, I if there was one we let's talk to Hunter Dickinson. Surprisingly, he comes back, which was which was great for college basketball. However, though, if there was a team that also got hit the hardest, they did lose lose uh, Caleb Houston and uh, Dia, Diabite. Um, which is funny because I mean, like Dickinson was by far and away the best player on that team top five, 10 player in the country and Houston and Diabete, they were like role players, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's, it's all about potential when it comes to the NBA draft and what we're seeing, especially with big men in the college game, once again, devalued in the NBA, they're seeing that they can come back and make as much, if not more money. So why not? Yeah. Yeah. We're not seeing it as much with guards and wings. Still, I mean, it's still like I would say that this is the most I've ever seen. Uh, you know, I didn't even go through all of them on the, on our list here. But Max Aismas, how about him coming back to Oral Roberts? That's shout out to Max Aismas because seriously, not only is he coming back to Oral Roberts, you know, he could go to like any school in the nation. Right, right. His buddy left last year when he went to Texas Tech. Uh, I'm drawing on his name. I'm, I'm drawing blank on his name. The power, uh, the power forward. I'm drawing a blank yeah. too. It's it's been we've been jamming through college bat <laughs> or college football. I'm drawing a blank on the the the, the what was he like? The, he was like their best player in the tournament. I feel like yeah. Well, him and um, Abmus. So yeah, I mean, just yeah, definitely give him credit for coming back to Oral Roberts again because, like you said, he could go anywhere right now. And you're right, it is June. Kevin O'Banner, by the way. Kevin O'Banner. Jeez. Thank you. Yes. Um. um but yeah, I mean, you can go down this list here. Well, Toshiba uh, is the big one because uh, apparently he right. got a bunch of money to to come back. I would say you know Kentucky is going to be pretty loaded, even though they lost Keon Brooks today to the, he transferred to Washington after flirting with the NBA. Um, but that one was gigantic. Kentucky should be loaded with him next year. Uh, ba- Baylor Shireman uh, going to to coming back. He was from South Dakota State. Uh, he decided to come back, and now he's at Creighton. Dude, Creighton's Creighton could be good this year. They were really young last year. They got some nice players and then adding Shireman. Yeah. Watch out for Creighton to have a, a really nice season here. If you're, if you're a blue Jay fan, I mean, I feel like though, historically, whenever they're, they're suspo- like supposed to be really good, they've struggled, but Hey, you look back, you know, you're bringing back uh Ryan Nebard, you know, you got Cockbrenner, the big man coming back. You got the TCU transfer, uh, Farabello. Uh, Trey Alexander, and then you add Shireman to the mix with with Kaluma, and you do have a really good team. 
we'll see if they can live up to the expectations because I think plus, the big, what's that? Plus, they have a top ten recruiting class with four four stars. Uh, I don't know what the Blue Jays are doing there, but man, they're turning into a really nice basketball program. Gonzaga of the uh, the Midwest. That's right. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, we got to get ourselves out there to Omaha for a game, don't we? We do. We definitely do. But that's the thing is the big East. I thought as a conference really, really won the transfer portal. And we'll get to that in a minute, but I, I definitely want to key in on some of these other players that returned tiger Campbell and Jaime Hakwa is both back at UCLA. They did Jules Bernard stayed in the draft. Surprisingly. I don't think that's a smart decision by him, but we'll see. Like uh, sometimes it, you're just done with college and, and you do want to, you know, play overseas or play in the, the uh, developmental league, you know, it, Ain't nothing wrong with that. More power to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's your own decision, but I mean, uh, I was a bit surprised there. Uh, Isaiah Mosley came back. Now he was from Missouri state. Now today he announced he's transferring to Missouri um, to play That's a big get for Dennis Gates there, there in Columbia. Um, Will Richardson, Oregon. That one was a bit surprising. I think because now Oregon's got a pretty loaded team. I don't think Dana Altman was uh, thinking that he was going to have Richardson back this next right. year. And you uh, know what, what? And while we're doing this list here, we got, I'm going to bring up this this tweet by John Rothstein because I thought it was very interesting. And and the tweet basically says, "If you need more proof that returning personnel is more important than incoming personnel, incoming is recruits and transfers, then look at last year's Final Four, where 17 of the 20 starters were all a part of their program the year before." So. I, that that stat right there, seventeen out of twenty, is wild, especially in today's college basketball landscape where you have so many big time recruits and so many transfers. So if you're looking at it, yeah, I mean UNC looks like one of those teams. Gonzaga looks like one of those teams. Uh, you could argue maybe even Kentucky or something. So I, I just thought that stat was incredible. Yeah, that is pretty pretty impressive stat there. Uh, Whether or not that will be the same this year moving forward, or if it was just an aberration, we'll see. But it was definitely the case uh, this past NCAA. Well, you look at Villanova, Jay Wright, obviously gone, uh, but they almost lost to Houston, and Houston was without Marcus Sasser going back to the NIL. Marcus Sasser w- was projected. I they I think he would have got drafted in the in the NBA, but hey, I don't know if he got an NIL deal in in Houston or what. But he's back at Houston, and you want to talk about a a school that is bringing in a big time class. They don't look now, but hey, the, you know this team's going to be in the Big Twelve after this next ge- next season. But Kelvin Sampson, so uh, they went out and got, I believe they have two of the top. I think they have two five stars coming in. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right there. Their names are, yeah, Ramon, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jerace Walker, power forward, and Terrence Arsenault. That is pretty big time because they're bringing back Jawan Roberts. They're bringing back Raymond Walker Jr. They're bringing back uh, Tremont Mark and, and Jamal Shedd. Uh, this team is gonna- was the other one that was hurt last year along with Sasser. And uh, I mean, you saw how far Houston went without those two guys who were two starters. So other, I mean, yeah, they're losing a lot. They're, they're, they're losing Kyler Edwards and uh, uh, Fabian white, uh, Josh Carlton, a couple other guys, but man, that starting lineup looks legit. And, and, and they brought in Texas tech transfer, Milik Wilson. I think that's going to be another key role player for them. Yeah, the bench looks deep too, and you got to give it up to Kelvin Sampson. He's a hell of a coach. So another strong year for Houston, definitely in the cards. Yeah, I mean, I, Sasser coming back was like, whoa, this team's going to be loaded. Uh, but yeah, Will I Richard- like Jamal Shed too, man. That that point guard. I know he he struggled in the game against Villanova, but I'm a fan of Shed. If he can improve his outside shooting just a, a hair, I love you know the the floor leadership. He's a general on the court. Big fan of the point guard there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we touched on Will Richardson at Oregon, but Altman bringing in some big time pieces, mixing that within Folly Dante, uh, Quincy Guerriere, and Will Richardson, and then a slew of transfers that we'll get to in a bit. But uh, watch out for the Ducks. Adam Flagler comes back to Baylor. That's a great get for Baylor, even if they lose Matthew Meyer to uh, to Illinois, which I guess we'll talk about more with the transfer portal a bit. But Jalen Wilson to Kansas was huge. You can actually talk repeat now because Kansas not only got Jalen Wilson back, Kevin McCullough had announced he was transferring there. Ha- if he didn't go pro, well, he decides not to go pro. 
So he transfers from Texas tech to Kansas. So all of a sudden the Jayhawks reloaded quite well for another run. I mean, how and number 11 recruiting class in the country four four stars, you know, their blend here. I've been impressed with their blend of talent experience transfers without getting like the top recruiting classes in the country. You know, me being a Duke fan. Yeah. You know, we might win every off season by, by bringing in the best recruiting classes, but that doesn't always equal success when it comes tournament time. Uh, so I'd rather have more veterans. Like right now, look at looking at Duke. We have one guy returning that yeah. played any kind of minutes last year. What what do you make? I mean, I I know I want to talk a little bit more about the NIL, but I mean, what do you make of what Duke's got? This like they have a the, the best recruiting class in the nation coming in, yeah, right. Uh, but at the same time, like I the ACC, I thought was. It, one of the bigger winners with all these players coming back, Kihei Clark coming back to uh, to to Virginia, and also I thought Virginia did really well in the transfer portal. Nate Isaiah Laz- Wong coming back, Nate Lazuski coming, yeah, back. coming back, uh, uh, Justin, Justin Mutz. Mutz, yeah, um, I, even uh, NC State guy Traquavion uh, Smith, yeah, uh, you know I I and I think Wake brought back a, a couple players too, so. Um, I expect the ACC to be up this year, which means John Shire is going to have his work cut out for him. Uh, but wh- I mean, where would you put them? Obviously, with that much talent coming in, and also I think Duke got a couple guys from the transfer portal from Northwestern and Harvard. Uh, they're, they're role players, though. Don't expect them to offer too much. I mean, I, I like the experience they bring, but they're not going to be starters. That's for sure. Uh, to answer your question, I mean, I, I mean, Duke is going to be uber talented once again, but again, it's going to be very young talent. So we hit and we, we didn't hit on any big name transfers. You know, like AJ green was, there was some talk about him. There was talk about Shireman. We already mentioned Shireman. Yeah. Um, they're talked about, I think Courtney Ramey from Texas. Uh, that's they, still they Ken. That's still Ken. Still, he, he announced yes. he's coming back. He's still in the portal, but Duke just had another recruit reclassify. He was, he was going to come in next year. He's coming in this year instead. I think he's going to fill that shooting guard role, which I still Duke. I'm not, you know, I'm, not, I'm just speculating here. I, I don't know, but uh, I think Duke is going to be good, but you can't put him in the same class as these teams that have so many people returning. They're not as good as Gonzaga, UNC, Houston, Kansas, and others. They're just not pains me to say it. But um, I'd be surprised if they made the final four. I mean, every, everything had to go right this past year. We, you know, where you know, they, they dodged the one seed. Um, so they'll, they'll have a good year, but I think there's probably a ceiling just because they're, they're too young and inexperienced. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. Uh, I just want to get a couple more big names that are coming back in college basketball that caught my eye was Trace Jackson Davis. Now, with the loss of, of Michigan losing some key players that they thought would be better this year, yes, they're getting Dickinson back. There's a lot of speculation that all of a sudden, uh, what Mike Woodson's doing in Bloomington might have the Indiana Hoosiers as the team to beat in the Big Ten this this year in preseason uh, preseason wise. So what do you make of trace Jackson Davis coming back to Bloomington? Obviously it's huge, man. He was one of the best big men uh, in the country the last couple of years. So for him to be another upperclassman, you know, coming back is gigantic. Uh, let, let's see, let's see what kind of what recruiting class they put together here. Cause one of the questions was how was Woodson going to do recruiting, uh, you know, being more of an NBA guy. And you know, I'm scrolling down here. They got a couple, a couple four stars coming in. Not a very impressive recruiting class. So uh, they're gonna, they, they do have some holes to fill. But. I mean, but, but Xavier Johnson, Miller Cop, Race Thompson, Trace Jackson Davis, all back. They got uh, Jalen Hood, Shafino coming in. Trey Galloway still there. Uh, they could be a dangerous team. Uh, they, they lost what Rob Finnessy transferred out, and they lost what Parker Stewart, but. I think I think they could be one of the teams to beat now in the Big Ten. Yeah, and I think if if I'm not mistaken, they won the play-in game in Dayton, and then just got blown out by St. Mary's by about 30 points in the first round. Uh, but no, you know, having Jackson Davis as your anchor and those other guys returning, things are looking up for the Hoosiers certainly. Uh, I thought that was one of the bigger names we we touched on. You know, some of the other guys: Justin Mutz, Courtney Ramey, Nate Lasuski, Isaiah Wong. 
Uh, Drew Peterson's back at USC. Him and Boogie Ellis. That was good gets for them. Uh, Alan Fl- uh, Flanagan from Auburn is back. A couple of Auburn players. Uh, also, uh, Dylan Cardwell came back as well. Auburn should be pretty darn good again in the jungle uh, down there in, in Auburn, Alabama. Jacob Toppin also back to Kentucky. Um, Jalen House, son of Eddie House, back to New Mexico. Quincy Guerriere, I touched on him. Uh, Kia Clark, I touched on him. So I I feel like I, I I got a lot of them. Jared Bynum back to Providence. Um, wait, wait, the biggest one has got to be Timmy or or Baycott, right? Throw in Tashibu in there. Those three. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You know, Tashibu should be there. Yeah. Dickinson also, and like like I said, once again, these are all big men. You know, that's the common theme. A lot of these big men who are you know some of the best players in college basketball are returning, are upperclassmen. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to watch. I'm telling you the off season has been crazy with all the coaching stuff, all the players coming back. And then you mix in the transfer portal, which has just been insane. Uh, we're going to get to that in a minute, the transfer portal, but I got to get us paid here. Um, I want to tell you folks that the college basketball experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by win bet bet $50 at win bet and get $200 in free bets, bet big win bigger with win bet. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but uh, you can win cold, hard cash now with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone and join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. At sleeper.com slash SGP. Um, I mean, let's talk a little bit of uh of transfer portal stuff, man. Actually, a little bit. Let's talk a lot of it because where do we begin? Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is absolutely just an insane uh off season, and there, there's so many winners or losers, and we're not even done with this, by the way. It's not like the the, the portal's closed. This could be changing. <laughs> Most of the top guys have landed, but there's still some big names out there and and there's still a a lot of volume out there, but maybe some guys that maybe you haven't heard of. Yeah. I mean, to me, some of the big, the big uh, transfer teams, I mean, I I just want to say the big East, the big East, I feel like kind of uh, won the transfer for a conference. I mean, sec and big East really loaded up. Uh, you look at what Butler did first off. I know we got to get to our episode on uh, on grading Thad Mata uh, as a hire at Butler, but you know Thad Mata came into Butler and instantly, you know, done some serious work. Bring he, he talk uh, a player coming back. Then he's got Eric Hunter, the, the 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 Purdue guard coming in. He's got Ali Ali from Akron, which I think he's a baller. I think he's going to be very very good. And then Manny Bates, who I know you're familiar with down there in Raleigh. He's one of the best shot blockers in the country. So at NC state last year, I think he was hurt and it was either the first game or like a practice leading up to the first game out for the year really. And, and NC state was just so bad on defense last year. Main reason was because they're, you know, they're, they're five man. One of the best shot blockers in the country was out for the year. So that, that was a huge get for Butler. I think, especially defensively little raw on offense. But yeah, maybe he's been working on that. Uh, but yeah, that's a nice get there because that guy can play some defense. Yeah, and I believe he's bringing back Chuck Harris from Ashburn, Virginia. Shout out to Chuck Harris. But uh, Bryce Golden was the one guy they lost, and they lost him to Loyola, Chicago. But I mean, when you mix when you mix some of those players that they're bringing back, it it makes you think that they're instantly going to be in contention for you know the NCAA tournament, and and really. A player in the uh, in the Big East. Now, you, th- it wasn't just Butler though. First off, they also had a Jalen Thompson or J- Jalen Thomas, the big man from Georgia State, which I think will help yeah. as well. The Yukon Huskies uh, bringing in uh, Hassan Daria from uh, from Texas A and M, Naheem Aline from uh, Virginia Tech. Those guys, I think, both used to play at Virginia Tech, and then Tristan Newton from East Carolina. Danny Hurley, you know, he hasn't had great postseason success, but he's going out. They've been very active in the transfer portal. Uh, we touched on Creighton getting Farabello from TCU, the point guard, Francisco Farabello to transfer in, and then Baylor Shireman, which was the, the huge get for the Blue Jays. He's going to fit in perfectly there. Just rain threes on people. Yeah. Yeah. I look at the DuPaul Blue Demons. I thought 
despite them losing a key player to uh, St. John's, they bring Imaja Gibson from Oklahoma, Caleb Murphy from South Florida. Both those guys flirted with going to the NBA. So I think they're going to have a pretty good team. And then let's talk Georgetown Hoyas, Pat Ewing <laughs> trying to save his job, Pat Ewing. Uh, look, I mean, <laughs> we'll see how fast, what this translates to, but man, they, they, uh, they got after it, you know, getting Bryson Mazone from South Carolina upstate. Who was, this guy was almost drafted. He almost elected to go to the NBA. He's, but he's going to Georgetown now. Uh, Acock, Acock, or whatever the big man from UConn. That guy always has had potential. He just couldn't break, you know, into in, really into that uh, rotation just because UConn was kind of loaded. Uh, so I, I, I like the get of of uh, Acock, Acock. He can be a player here, especially pair him up with uh, Kudus Wahab, who is coming back to Georgetown <laughs> after going to I, Maryland. I feel like Chris Farley in Wayne's World. He goes, he goes <laughs> to college. He's in Georgetown. He goes to College Park, Maryland, back to Georgetown. Uh, just, just uh, chaos in the transfer portal there. But, but no. And then Brandon Murray who was one of the top like ten yeah. uh, rated transfers in America. I'll tell you, he's the most talented guy out of all this list of Georgetown guys coming in. Yeah, they bring in a couple guys from LSU. Uh, Bradley Azero, if I'm probably butchering that uh, p- pronunciation. Jay Heath from Arizona State's coming in. The- a Boston College. That guy's been around the block a while. He's, he's just a solid player. Primo Spears from Duquesne with the Dukes coming in. Georgetown really, really going after it. Um, I, I, I'm I'm really impressed with what they did. And how about how about our guy uh, Ed Cooley at Providence? <laughs> uh, you know, going out and getting Noah Locke from Louisville, getting Bryce Hopkins from Kentucky. Uh, landing uh, Devin Carter from South Carolina was one That's of the bigger the name that st- that that stands out to me because he showed some potential last year and you saw what uh, Providence did last year bringing in like Al Durham from Indiana. Uh, yeah, he he can pick and choose some guys. Overall, that list of five players is, is kind of underwhelming. I mean, Locke is solid. He came from Louisville, from Florida, I believe. He's solid, but I like what Devin Carter might be able to do. Uh, for the Friars. And remember they're bringing back a couple of players, Jared Bynum. I just touched on, uh, we'll see how the, the Friars do Seton hall actually. And look, this isn't even, uh, up to date. Um, but, but Seton hall, uh, quickly, quickly getting in the mix here, get it, getting, uh, a couple, a couple transfers that I feel like you, you would you know, Alamir dolls from Clemson. They raid the ACC last year. They got Kadari Richmond from Syracuse. <laughs> And now they get Dolls from Clemson and Odukale from Pitt. I like Femi Odukale better than Dolls, but Dolls is still a, he's a, a he's just a solid you know basketball player, a veteran, been around the ACC a long time, so he'll well, fit in nicely. And there. in this past week, they landed Casey and Defo and Defo uh, from St. Peter's, the Peacocks. He's coming oh, over as well. Nice. So St. Peter's uh, having an impact on on Seton Hall. And I think they're actually going to they're going to play in the regular season this year. Uh, David Jones, well, this was a key player that DePaul lost. He goes to St. John's. You know they're they're bringing back back Posh Alexander still. So Posh Alexander, David Jones, and Andre Curbelo from Illinois. And I'm laughing because half these players. So David Jones transferred to DePaul from South Florida. It's like you know these guys are just like they play a year. They transfer again. I mean, how many guys have we mentioned that so far? Uh, it, it's it's pretty funny, but he's he's a he's a very nice player, and we know Curbelo from Illinois. I mean, he didn't have a great year last year. He was hurt at the beginning, but uh, if if he's healthy, if he gets his confidence back, that guy can play too. Yeah, and I actually think one of the the like so in the Big East, Villanova and Marquette were really the teams that did nothing. Um, that maybe that's their style. I don't know, but uh, Marquette loses Justin Lewis, but Xavier, the Musketeers, we talked about this, them getting Sean Miller. Go listen to that episode where, where we were talking about that hire, but getting Sule boom, uh, a big time. Uh, this is a guy that might've been drafted. He was flirting with the NBA, a transfer from UTEP who was previously at San Francisco before that. And Hersey Miller from Tennessee state mixing that in with what he is bringing Sean Miller was able to, to really, uh, I, I feel like bring back a lot of key pieces. I think what they returned six of eight players that, that uh, really got big time minutes from last year's team, Zach Fremantle, Jack Nunge, Colby Jones, Adam Kunkel all back. So uh, watch out. I think the big East really won the transfer portal. And I think 
they're going to be very, uh, very entertaining to watch this next, this next season. Yeah. If you're looking at it as a conference as a whole, the big East certainly stands out because they have several teams who are very active. A lot of big names coming into the big East. Yeah. And then, and then I, I think I touched on this is I, I feel like, uh, I feel like uh, Alabama and the sec and Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas, Eric Musselman, I wasn't uh, Pablo Banchero making fun of Eric Musselman for saying like he tried to get him to. You saw him at like an NBA draft combine. He's like, dude, you want to transfer to Arkansas? Well, what did he say? His tweet was hilarious. He's like, there was some, there was some little man running around with an Arkansas hat asking everybody <laughs> if they wanted to come to <laughs> come to Fayetteville. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. But hey, I can't knock him. It's working. He's getting paid. Yeah, uh, once again, I mean, this is going to be a recurring theme here. So he has the the Mitchell twins. From Rhode Island via Maryland, uh, you know these these players are just transferring every year. I guess, hey, why not get, but, get paid? <laughs> yeah, but the other uh, three, Ricky Council coming in from Wichita State, that's yeah. a huge get. That's nice. Uh, Trevon Brazil from uh, Missouri, and then Jalen Graham from Arizona State. I mean, he has loaded up this. If, if I'm not mistaken, too, they had a really good recruiting class. They have the top top recruit in the nation, Nick Smith, coming in from yeah. Little Rock. Yeah, I think so. So they they finished. If you're going by, um, uh, that's that's 2021. We don't want there. I don't have it in front of me, but it's a top five recruiting class. You know, headlined by the guy you mentioned. So number two overall, only trailing Duke. Three five stars. Three four stars. Yeah. Anthony so, Black from Duncanville, Texas, coming in. Uh, same with Jordan Walsh from from Cedar Hill, Texas. They just loaded up, man. So. And give it up to Musselman because if there's one coach I, you know, give the benefit of the doubt that can put a team together quickly, it's him because he has a track record of, of of doing this, of bringing in a bunch of transfers and and freshmen and, and making that team, you know, work come postseason time. So Arkansas looks very dangerous this year. Yeah, I'm gonna talk some more uh, SEC uh, college basketball transfer portal and maybe other few mid majors that could make some noise. But uh, I want to tell you folks out there that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG One supplement. You're probably wondering, Colby, what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG One, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, all those things. And it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG one supports better sleep quality and recovery and athletic greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreenscom slash SGP. Once again, that is athleticgreenscom slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP uh, vanish VPN here at the SGPN studios, because it makes us stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communications, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. And IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free people. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right. We are back talking college basketball in June. What's not to like about that folks. Um, SEC, we were keying in on some. I mean, I thought they were very active in the transfer portal. Alabama Crimson Tide, they get Dominic Welsh, uh, the small forward from the Bonnie St. Bonaventure. They lost a ton. Uh, Mark Sears, the, the 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 star point guard for the Ohio Bobcats, they got He's a hit. Player. They got hit pretty bad too because Ben Vanderplas went to uh, Virginia with Tony Bennett as well. But yeah, Sears and Welsh, I think big additions. 
Auburn brought back a ton, uh, but they only brought in one transfer, and that was Johnny Broom, one of the bigger transfers in, in the nation from Moorhead State coming in there. Uh, the Florida Gators, we touched on this. They landed Todd Golden, uh, head coach from San Francisco. Well, he comes over and he lands Kyle Lofton from St. Bonaventure. That's pretty nice. Nice start. Will Richard from Belmont, who was a key player with, with Belmont, Alex Fudge from LSU, Trey Bonham from VMI. Go in the they mid major went route. More the, the, the mid major route, I was about to say. Other than Fudge, I think Fudge has some potential too. That LSU team was just loaded with talent last year, and he had a hard time getting consistent minutes. But when he was on the on the floor, I I like what I saw from Fudge. So yeah, I mean, headlined by Lofton and then uh, Will uh, Richard. I mean, dude, that looks that's not bad. Yeah, uh, Kentucky got Antonio Reeves from Illinois State. I mean, that was their lone guy they got. Uh, but I mean, he was a, he's penciled in to be a starter. He was pretty damn good with the with uh, the 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 Redbirds last year. Georgia Bulldogs went out. They were very active in the portal. Uh, I think the big name is Trey Roberts. They got from Bradley, but they also get Jason Holt from Alabama. Frank Anselm from Syracuse, Matthew Alexander Moncrief from Oklahoma State, Madres McBride from North Texas. I mean, <laughs> every conference, every conference has one or two. These Justin teams Hill just, from Longwood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they, Georgia needed to do this though. I feel like they've done this like almost every year though, and it doesn't ever seem to work out. Well, it's a, they have a brand new coach. We'll see if it does. LSU. Now, here's an interesting one with LSU because they go out. And and uh, well, the, they got raided. Uh, all those players that Will Wade was paying, uh, <laughs> that, that they all jumped ship. I said, hold on, hold on. Other coaches will pay us now too. <laughs> yes, yes, we can leave. But then they, but then they go out and hire Matt 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 uh, Matt McMahon from uh, from Murray State. And and this is kind of what I've noticed is happening a lot in college basketball is the coach brings with him a bunch of players. So go out and yeah. it, it bring in KJ Williams and justice Hill and Trey Hannibal with him from Murray state and then being active and getting, uh, how about cam Hayes from NC state coming yeah, in? He's, he's, he's a good player. It's a solid get. Yeah. And then uh, Derek Felton coming in from uh, Mississippi state. Um, how about uh, here's another one, Dennis Gates. He brought in a bunch of players from Cleveland state. I don't know if we'll have that same effect with, uh, with, uh, you know, Cleveland state jumping up to an sec level play, but, uh, Trey Gomillion and, and Des Moines Hodge coming in from Cleveland state. He also got Noah Carter, the power forward from Northern Iowa. He was really good last year. Nick honor from Clemson, Deandre Golson from Milwaukee, where he was, he was a, a key scorer. And then, uh, obviously today getting the Missouri state transfer that I uh, was talking about earlier, um, that, uh, Isaiah Mosley, that perhaps Dennis Gates can get Missouri off the ground. That's been a weird program lately. It um, seems to me like the sec has the most turnover from year to year. You yeah. Know, you have several teams here. You, you don't really know what to expect. Cause there's so many new faces coming into these programs. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, I, I agree, but those two conferences seem to be like the biggest, uh, the biggest, uh, you know, with, with, transfers. I mean, Texas A and M, I mean, obviously South Carolina had a new coach they brought in, but Texas A and M, you know, they got Tyrese Radford from Virginia tech. They go out and get Dexter Dennis from Wichita state, Julius marble from Michigan state. Is this the year buzz Williams gets a uh, and M to the tournament NC Nick? <laughs> well, if you talk to buzz, he thought they should have made it last year. So uh, yeah, sure. Why not? I think they were obviously knocking on the door a season ago. They were very close. A lot of people thought they deserved to get in. Uh, maybe, you know, that out of conference schedule should be a little bit tougher. Maybe you would have, uh, you know, swayed the committee. So yeah, I say, uh, look, I mean, as much as I make fun of buzz, as much as I kind of can't stand his persona, uh, he is a pretty good damn basketball coach. So uh, yeah, I think a and has a decent chance to actually make the NCAAs this year. Um, mid major wise, let's talk a couple mid major uh, programs here that, that could potentially, how about what Steve Lavin friend of the program is doing at San Diego. First off, Marcellus Erlingson was about to leave for the NBA or transfer. He talks him off that cliff says, come back to the Toreros, right? That's the Rutgers transfer from a season ago. Uh, then, then I'm sorry, sorry, St. John's not Rutgers. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, that, that didn't sound right, but it wasn't a hundred percent on that. Um, 
then uh, he goes out and he gets Eric Williams Jr. from Oregon, who was at Duquesne before that. <laughs> uh, who and then Jaden Delaire was in the NBA. Like there was talk that he could get drafted. Jaden Delaire from Stanford comes back to college basketball, transfers over to San Diego, and and then surprising, they, yeah. And then they get the big man Nick Lynch from Lehigh, Steve Lavin. It, WCC. Like, yeah, I mean, do they have some pockets down there? I mean, why would Delaire transfer from Stanford? It's not like he wasn't getting minutes there. Maybe they just know, didn't have so. fans, and Lavin's like, dude, come, come have some fans. San Diego is more fun than Palo Alto. That's true. <laughs> that's got to be what happened, right? <laughs> uh, I think those are that's one of the the, the mid majors when you sit there and study. Obviously, after Gonzaga. I thought the San Francisco Dons did a great job. Marcus Williams from Texas A and M, who was had a great freshman year at Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then getting Terrell Roberts from Washington State, who was one of their best players a season ago. They also get a big man from Georgia Tech, and and don't I'll butcher this name Saba uh, Gibraria. Uh, <laughs> Close enough. Didn't get a whole lot of min- of uh, minutes. He's you could tell athletically he wasn't going to be a player at the ACC level, but that doesn't mean he can't, you know, do some things at the West coast conference, uh, San Diego state adding Micah Parrish from Oakland and Darian Trammell from Seattle. Trammell lit it up with, with Seattle. Uh, and then they, they brought back some key players. Uh, so the Aztecs, I think will be preseason top 25 in a lot of publications. Um, how about, uh, let, let's talk a little Atlantic 10. Speaking of mid majors, about your George Mason Patriots going out and get Victor Bailey from Tennessee, Saquon Singleton from New Mexico, and John Ajako from uh, I'm probably butchering that from Virginia Tech. Ojiako, I believe. Yeah, not not too bad. Nice threesome there. You know, Mason started the year strong a season ago. They beat Maryland. Uh, there was one other upset in there, right? I, th- I thought they played Kansas tough in, or that, in maybe that's in what I'm thinking. Maybe they, they didn't beat Kansas, but I think it was a single digit game. If I'm not mistaken, um, year two for that head coach. Uh, so yeah, you know, nice transfers coming in there. You know, got some guys from some big name programs who actually played some minutes there too. So I like it. UNLV uh, added Elijah Harkless from Oklahoma where Lon Kruger used to coach. No, Kevin Kruger's the coach of the running Rebs. They added Eli Parquet from uh, Colorado. It's a good get. Luis Rodriguez from Ole Miss and Jackie Johnson from Detroit, who I think is a pretty was pretty good uh, with with Detroit last year. Utah State adding uh, Taylor Funk from St. Joe's. I, I mean, I wonder. Uh, the I know the Mountain West got scrutinized a lot last year in the postseason. Is it going to be pretty loaded again this year with some of these key transfers coming in for the Aztecs and the Lobos and? Now Nevada did lose Grant Sherfield. You want to talk about one of the more underrated gets? Porter Moser getting Grant Sherfield with the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, well, before you go there, Taylor Funk is a, just a perfect fit at Utah State. I mean, he is going to fit into that program. Offensive-minded, the guy, not the most athletic dude in the world, but he averaged a lot of points at St. Joe's, and uh, it's going to be fun to watch him at, at Utah State because it seems like they always have like a version of of Taylor funk. So I do like uh, that transfer there. Yeah. Uh, some of the other big transfers, I guess, before we get out of here, I mean, wh- honestly, if you had to get gun to your head, what team do you think like really won the transfer portal? So I think you have to put Georgetown in the mix there, Butler. I mean, these, these teams, these are teams that we've already talked about. Um, some of those sec programs like Arkansas, uh, you know, Gonzaga potentially with Reed and Smith coming over. I mean, not that maybe they don't have as many, but those should, should be two key guys. What, so, what do you think about the Illini getting Matthew Meyer or Matthew Mayer? I'm sorry. And, yeah. uh, and uh, Terrence Shannon from Texas tech. Yeah. Yeah. Then Florida the, with the group they have coming in, uh, man, there's just so many and so many programs that have a ton of new talent coming in. Like I said, this it, for me it makes it fun to watch, you know, because you are seeing new faces in, in new places, and you're seeing how quickly they can gel, become a cohesive unit. Yeah, and I saw some of these preseason matchups that I'm sure we're gonna have to talk about later, or not not preseason, but they they've been announced. It's regular season, non-conference. Yeah, yeah, that like like what I think Baylor and Gonzaga are scheduled to play in South South Dakota. Um, they just announced the Jimmy V classic, which I think a lot, Illinois and Texas, which, which made me think of that. And then Duke and Iowa. Um, 
I mean, there's some big time matchups going on. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on. Uh, there's just a, a bunch in December. I know just a slew in December that really, really should make this college basketball season fantastic. And you know, pretty soon the dust will settle in the next coming months, and we'll start. You know, our conference previews. When do we start those usually? Uh, September, September, yeah, September-ish. Yeah, so. But but also, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be continuing to break down all the off-season coaching hires on the the college basketball experience. So make sure you subscribe to us. Um, we are on Twitter at TCE on SGPN, and we're live on YouTube, folks. If if you're not watching this on YouTube, I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. Do you not want to see these pretty faces? <laughs> you don't want to see the Damp Brothers, you know, up close, personal. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Good round, you're <laughs> celebrating. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, yeah, man, we got you covered when it comes to that. Uh, give us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, it's been kind of quiet in the off season. I get it, but get over there to iTunes. Give us a five star review. Say some good things about us. If you do, take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow and show me that screenshot, and I'll send you a college basketball experience T-shirt. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight three one. Uh, the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Um, and yeah, check out all of our other podcasts right now. The college football experience. We're breaking down all 131 college football teams, a solo preview for every single team in the land. We're also going week by week. No one goes deeper into college football than the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. I mean, but all these other seasons that are going on right now, the, the sports gambling podcast, so check that out, obviously, but, but all of our other podcasts, uh, affiliated with us, uh, you know, MLB baseball seasons heating up, check out the M- MLB, uh, gambling podcast, the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick and myself as, as that's been a ton of fun watching the college baseball season, East Carolina advanced today NC Nick. So, uh, let me make sure I think I- coastal lost. I think coastal's done that you know, who beat him was, was a real, a real Carolina school. With East Carolina, all right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so check out that, and uh, also NBA gambling podcast as that season heats up. NHL gambling podcast, Stanley Cup right around the corner. Check out that golf gambling podcast, Notorious OTB Triple Crown going on. Check out that. Uh, you know, horse racing is always great. Zed Run. Shout out to Scott Bowser for some digital horse racing, check out all those platforms. We got you covered the CFL gambling podcast. You're in the Canadian football league. We got you covered. Check all those out and uh, yeah, enjoy. Uh, we will be back shortly talking uh, college basketball coaching hires and the, uh, and uh, any other news that comes out regarding the transfer portal. I'm sure there will, will be a lot of it. So this is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from a land down under.